Hello, welcome to the show. It's episode 16. I am Ben Maudsley and he is David Wetnall. Hi. How are you doing? I'm alright. Good. Let's move on. Really? Okay. Well, <laughs> this, this I ep- think we should be more punchy at the start. Yeah, well I am trying to be. Sorry, I've but cut across you. This episode is kind of tinged with sadness a little bit as we learnt about uh, Willie and John getting dumped from the commentary team. Yeah, I'm distraught about it. You were genuinely good. We've I've never like, seen you so sad. Well, two favourite commentators, and they are no more. We kind of predicted it as well in the last podcast, yeah, which is we strange. Yeah, we were about it, weren't we, and saying... Oh, there will come a time. Me. Yeah, and then it came, maybe the, the powers that be listened to this show and took some inspiration. I hope not. I'd like to say, actually, whoever made that decision at the BBC is an absolute... Dickhead, 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 Yeah, that's my thoughts on whoever made that decision. But I genuinely am, genuinely am upset about it. Yeah, I mean, we've spoken about this at length. Yeah, I'm not convinced that this is a forever decision. Well, it is for Willie. It's not for John. He's just uh, been admitted from the UK's. But Willie's still doing the Welsh Open. Yeah, but I think they're jibbing him off. Like, but he's still got his foot in the door. Yeah. There's a way back for Willie. Well, I think we need to campaign. We need to get together all the listeners, and yeah. we need to start join the UK. We need to tweet in to to the BBC and just say like, oh, it's not the same, or where's Willie or John? Just something. And if enough of us do it. We should call t- it I Want My Willy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I Want My Willy back. Um, so, yeah, everyone, at some point during the UK Championship, we need to sort that out. I think we need to get all the potheads, if anyone's still listening. I know we've at least got 12 listeners, so... Get them <laughs> on it. Tweet in the BBC. Yes, please. Hashtag I Want My Willy back. If you want this podcast to carry on, we need those two in the commentary box. I'd say as much as that. Or Willy Thorne in fairness. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there are other broadcasters, but you know, I'd the ba- broadcasters are available. I'd want them back at the BBC. Second best would be ITV, but I mean, there's no guarantee that another podcast will pick them up. Well, you say second best to be ITV, but there's more tournaments on Eurosport. Yeah, but I think that it's better production on ITV, and it's on terrestrial. Yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean. I haven't got Eurosport on my telly. Yeah, I know what you mean, but there's fewer tournaments on on ITV. So mm-hmm. if you was to get the gig with ITV, it's only going to be on like. Twice a year. Got three tournaments. I think it'd be good. Be happy with that. Second best. But anyway, right. we'll see what happens. They'd be mad not to take him on, somebody. You'd be mad! <laughs> but Willie Fawn, in fairness, has another income stream. Because, oh, yes. did, did you hear about this? He's been touring with no other than Peter Andre. Really? Yeah. Like a, He's been doing like an interview tour around the UK. Well, I suppose it makes sense, doesn't it? You often think of those two together, Willie Thorne and <laughs> Peter Andre. Yeah, so it's a strange matchup. Hand in hand. But he's got quite an easy job on his hands, because Peter Andre can talk quite profoundly about the meanings behind some of his songs. Uh, so he can just like set him going yeah, and he yeah. can just chat. Have a listen to this. This is him explaining about his song, Insania. Uh, I'm sure you remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, just for the record, what Insania actually means? What does it mean? I don't know. Please no. tell me. <laughs> I don't know. Because I want it to be in the English Oxford Dictionary, and why not? People who go, oh, yeah, well, why would it be? Well, why not? You create a word, and I'm sure you want it in the dictionary. Look. 
insane it's so crazy that technology is going so quick and so fast that it's beyond insanity people are becoming it's a mania like you have beetle mania elvis mania you have insane nia mania insane it's, it's i'm not preaching but i'm just asking the question that's all it, it's more insane <laughs> yeah that it's coming out than the fact that it's a song it's the fact that from nothing it's become a, a single you know but look, I do a great lot like, East End London kind of guy. Do a great Australian. I do a great Italian. What more do you want? Um, Insania's out on May the 31st. Excellent. I don't want to plug my own music, but please go buy it. All you Doctor Evil fans. I'm mad. You are, mate. But in a nice way. Insania in a nice, way. In a way. Yeah, in a friendly way. In a non-threatening nice An way. An evil way. Uh, yeah, so... If you want, more, <laughs> if you want to hear more of that, you know, get yourself some tickets for the William Peter Andre. That's show. really quite remarkable, isn't it? It's hilarious. It really makes me laugh. It's like um, he's genuine. You can tell he's actually been serious, but he's like, you know, he's just a buffoon. He's just yeah. He's just. Th- I like the way he says, "Yeah, I want to get it in the English Oxford Dictionary." It's just <laughs> you invent a new word. You want to get it in the dictionary? Who doesn't? It's like more insane mania. <laughs> Insania. I like the way he's got this notion of like getting it in the dictionary is when you know that your word has made it. Like if you make up a word. Yes. It's like if you if you make a, a film, you want to win an Oscar. Yes. If you write a song, you want it to go platinum. If yes. you make up a word, you want to get it in the English Oxford Dictionary. Doot, 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 doot. <laughs> So it was the English Open, which we both watched a bit of. It was a good tournament, wasn't it? Always a good tournament. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. won in the end? It was Ronnie, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, yeah. it was the Ronnie O'Sullivan show throughout, really, wasn't it? Yeah, he was yeah. just making everyone look a bit average. Yeah, because now that Ronnie's won it, everyone's like, oh, he's going to win the million. Yeah, he's yeah. the only person who really could feasibly do it. He was amazing all week. Yeah. Um, he deservedly won it. Um, was this... The week of Trainergate, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're still struggling a bit in the Champion Champions, which is on the telly. As what he wants speaking. to do is get himself a pair of... You remember when you were, did PE in primary school? Mm. Get himself a pair of black pumps. Yeah, get some Heelys. You can get those pumps from a... Um, I mean, during that tournament, Judd Trump was talking about his friend Jack Lasowski. And Jack Lasowski. Reckons he's in another league to a lot of the younger players. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a lot better if we didn't have to spend half of his time solving snooker crimes. <laughs> snooker crimes. Jack Lasowski, snooker PI. But we've yet, I mean, he's starting to find a bit of form, but we've yet to see this, uh, you know, incredible... Jack Lasowski. Yeah. Uh, how old is he now? He's only quite young chap. Mid-twenties, maybe. Mid-twenties. He was a bit younger. I mean, Purcell's the one at the moment. He's, really he's only 22, well. isn't he? He's, uh, he's really coming into form. He's played amazingly this week in the Champion of Champions. With his old, with an old cue. It sounds like it's a rattling around. Oh, it sounds it sounds really bad. I think yeah. I've played with worse ones at the Rileys. <laughs> like a rat cue. I've like, donk. I I put a tenner on him at the start, yeah, like thirty to one or whatever, which is a good price. And then I learned that he lost his cue and I just thought that's it. But <laughs> Throwing your money away. But yeah, he's played really well. Yeah, I put a bit on him for the UKs as well. Imagine if he wins this tournament and he's like, right, I'll have to play with this cue now forever. I was thinking that if he gets his cue back, which apparently it's been delivered now, you'd probably want to use that the old one, wouldn't you? If you're doing so well with it, yeah. 
But I mean, do you think do you think that's in your head more than no? Because it's like um, the way it reacts, isn't it? Like putting side on and stuff. Yeah, it's, but in that, it's in fine that case, you think like an old one would be you'd be playing much worse with an old one. Yeah, but I suppose if it's one you've used a lot, you've still got you still know how to use it. Yeah, and like I think I think all players should have a second queue. Back up. You know what I mean? Because you're completely screwed if you lose your Q. <laughs> screwed. Q2. You can't screw. You can call it the Q2. The QE2. Mm. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Makes sense. Isn't it? Is it not the tip that gives you more of the, the reaction, the more of the feel? No, it's definitely the Q. Like, it's the weight and the feel. And, yeah. Like, the tip's important, the but you change the tip after every few months. Because the weight's going to be really important for, yeah. for how much power you get on. But, mm. but there's an element of psychology to it as well, obviously. I think there must be, because I imagine a lot of players... In that situation, would just completely go to pieces. Yeah. If they were like, I've lost my cue, I'm gonna have to play with this old one. Their heads would just go. Yeah. Well, Luca Brussels obviously got the right type of temperament. See, you can imagine the same thing happening to Ronnie, for example. If he lost his cue, he'd just get right. another cue and just play. Just I think, as well. in some ways, it could be beneficial in terms of like, well, I've got nothing to lose. I'm not. You know, yeah, I've yeah, lost yeah. My the cue. pressure's I'll, off. I'll just see like, what I can do. Yeah, which was a bit like what Brussels was playing. Yeah, he was yeah. knocking everything. Yeah. Also, uh, Michael White showed a bit of form getting to the quarterfinals. Oh, Michael White. I like the way he says Trump. Jed Trump. Trump. Oh, Jed Trump. I hate playing. I don't like playing that Jed Trump. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Trump. The girl off Big Brother's like, I, oh, I love blinking, I do. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> I loved her. Was she on the second series or the first? I, think she was on the I don't know. I wasn't as big a fan as, as I love you. blinking. I don't know if I remember her. You know, she was like a hairdresser, blonde hairdresser. Mm. Welsh. Yeah, obviously. Jed Trump. I love the Welsh. Do you? I feel an affinity mm. to the Welsh. My nan was Welsh. Ah, uh, yes. And my mum spent a lot of time in Wales in her youth. Yeah. So I would love to be Welsh too. But ah, don't. yes. Well, you're a quarter Welsh. I could probably play for Wales. Or maybe not. You could. Well, you're not good enough, but... Actually, my mum told me a funny story about Wales the other day. Because um, they used to go a lot round sort of rural Wales as a, when she was a child. And she said there was a lot of these like little cottages that were like boarded up and they were just like time capsules. And inside there'd be like all the old paintings and antiques. And sometimes my granddad would like break in and just take certain stuff, <laughs> which is quite bad. Yeah. House breaking? Well, basically. Um, but she said once uh, he got into this house through the uh, window. And he's like, oh, God. And mum was like, what's the matter? He went, oh, I put my foot through the last supper. <laughs> got it. Yeah, so that really made me laugh. <laughs> oh, I put my foot through the last supper. Bugger <laughs> it. But yeah, what another thing I was going to mention? Uh, Ronnie did a interview in the Independent, quite a long one. Yeah, and I've got this new um, add-on for my browser, and it saves the web pages an audio, like text to speech. Uh, okay. So I thought that'd be good for the podcast. I can take out snippets of the interview yeah. as audio. You just play so, them straight out. So like I saved the page as an MP3, loaded it up into iTunes, and oh dear, <laughs> what happens is. It's it's taken every single bit of text, so links, adverts, the interview, the whole lot. in like just randomness. It's just like complete gobbledygook. This sounds good. This could be like a. It's a bit dardest. Like it is weird. I quite like it. Do you want to have a listen to it? I'll load it up. 
It's quite long, I'll do it in two parts. Jonathan Liu at Jonathan Liu 21 hours ago, 5 comments, 117 click to follow the independent sport. I was sabotaging myself, allowing my mind to tell me, I'm shit. I'm not going to play well Eurosport and Quest liar Toby Ronnie O'Sullivan is sitting in the bar of a snooker club in London. Perched before him on the table is a series of Tupperware boxes containing various foodstuffs. One has homemade coleslaw, another tofu sausages, a little salmon and salad, a pool of hummus, some hearty chunks of sweet potato. It is the last of these upon which O'Sullivan is busily chomping when your correspondent arrives for this interview. All these years later, bloody hell, it's a different game, he says. You're away, flying, I'm at that place, everything's going in, it's an easy game, and when it comes together, and you're in a tournament and you're flying, it's like, the most amazing feeling. Watch the English Open live on Eurosport and Quest with studio analysis from Ronnie O'Sullivan and Jimmy White. Microsoft Azure anyone who had a credit card or loan between 1988 to 2011 should know this the PPI finder men. How to dress well without trying. Fashion insider rarely seen historical photos not suitable for history books definition new laser eye surgery technology revealed optical express the most hilarious photos captured at the airport jet in meet single women near Liverpool match.com. If music gives you goosebumps, your brain might be special woman trades Szechuan source for her Volkswagen Pornhub proved itself to be a better source for mental health advice than Twitter shopkeeper accidentally given £700. 000 by casino spent it on a house man lives in the wood for 10 years to escape relationship most popular Trump to become first president to address anti-LGBT hate groups talked US withdraws from UNESCO over anti. Yeah, so I'm not going to be using that again. <laughs> That was absolutely insane. Was, uh, that was insane, yeah. I can't. I'm not going to play the rest of it because that was too long in itself. I think that was a better definition of insane, yeah, than that, what Peter Andre gave. That, that really was. Oh, Come through the snooker looking glass there. That was brilliant. It was weird. I'll maybe play the rest of it towards the end of the podcast. My favourite bit was when it described what was in the Tupperware boxes. Coleslaw. Homemade coleslaw. <laughs> Tofu sausages. I'm sabotaging myself. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, that was insane. Oof. Oof. They need to sort that feature out, don't they? Yes. Maybe you need to highlight the text that you want. Yes. Not maintenance. Microsoft Azure want to meet singles. Match.com homeowners born between 1940. 1982. Read this on PPI. My bank claim Rio Ferdinand reveals real reason Luke Shaw isn't playing for Manchester United. Catalan firefighters attacked by Spanish police as they form shield to protect voters by Tabula Video weatherman Michael Fish. Crowd of Korea. Defining Hurricane Gaff the Walking Dead character that could appear in Fear the Walking Dead woman beat her girlfriend to death after years of horrific abuse sponsored features why your friends all have the same beard we catch up with. So yeah, we mentioned the Champion of Champions, which we've been watching this week. And we on right now. I've got it on in the room. Um, it's been good, hasn't it? We started off a bit poor. Yeah, the first two days, Monday and Tuesday, I think were quite poor. Yes. But yesterday... Luca Bissell, as we mentioned. Yeah, that was, was brilliant. He was playing really well. Played what? really well to beat Selby. Ronnie's playing well. Ronnie's playing well. He batted Robbo earlier today. Um, what do you think about the commentary team on the ITV setup? Um, Pretty good. Yeah, it is quite good. I like uh, Stephen Hendry, yes. and I, I really like Alan McManus. Yeah, he's good. I think he's really good. <laughs> um, 
he's, he's, you were saying that he's lined up to replace Willie. Well, that's rumoured. I don't know if it's it's definitely. I mean, that happen. would soften the blow of losing you, Willie. I mean, <laughs> he's no Willie Thorne, though, is he? He's no Willie Thorne, but uh, I think he's very insightful yes. in what he says. Uh, the way he talks about the shots and stuff, yeah. and the shot selection is really useful. Yeah. I don't uh, think much of Clive Everton's analysis. I like his voice. But yeah, he's just he's just very old, isn't he? Like old guard. That's not a problem. I just think he's he's never really played the game to a high standard. Yeah, he's more of a broadcaster yeah. than a, than, than think, anything else. I think you, you just need to be an ex-professional. Like, yes, yeah. I don't know how you do it if you're not. But ITV <laughs> tend to do it in teams. Don't yeah. they have like someone who's just mm. a uh, a snooker voice, must and then they so, have an ex-player. It must be so difficult to commentate snooker if you haven't played it to a high standard. Oh yeah. Yeah, would think so. Quite like Neil Folds as well, though. Neil Folds. Yeah, he's right. okay. Um, but they're no John Virgo and Willie Fawn, are they? are not. The classic pairing. The classic! Have you noticed? They've, <laughs> they've got a new MC on ITV. Oh, yeah. His name's Brett Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen him, on it? Hey, MC Brett Hollywood! It's like if someone asks you to make up an, like an, an American name. Brad Hollywood. <laughs> Brad Hollywood. Johnny New York. But he looks completely confused about what snooker is, and he's just like reading. What's up this a... crazy game? <laughs> he doesn't seem to know what it's all about. Like, and he gives him these grand entrances, but you know. Yeah, there was. Um, I was watching it last night, and I didn't know he was called Brett Hollywood. But I heard, I heard him introducing the players after the interval. Yes. And he introduced them, and he went, "Please welcome back." Luca Brussel and Mark Selby. And I thought it's a bit harsh on Luca Brussel. Like, he just got Luca Brussel. He's obviously forgotten to say it for Luca Brussel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then yeah, over, well, over compensated with Mark Selby. Coming to you live, all the way from Hollywood, Brad Hollywood. I'm here to talk about the snooker. I don't know what the snooker is, but it's kind of a big game with a big table. You got a lot of balls, a lot of great guys here. We got Luca Brussel, Mark Selby. We got a lot of losers down here playing some snook, snooker, snookity snook snacks. I call it snackity pops. Snookity snack snack, snookity snook snack snoop. We got the tom 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 chalk. It's a new type of chalk. I don't know what the chalk is for, but these losers, they love it. They don't get kicked. Now let's play some snookity bops. Red Hollywood. Um, don't take away our Willie BBC. Oh, Willie. Oh, oh Willie. We've had an email. I forgot. Hey. Do you want to read it out? Yeah, yeah, sure. We've heard this name before. To cut that bit. It's Michael Tall. Ah, Mr. Tall. Mr. Tall. This is when we started thinking about trying to get all our listeners as Mr. Men. Oh, yes. It didn't work out. We had one from Mr. Bump and that was it. (laughs) (coughs) Hello, Dave and Steve. How's it going, guys? More effort, please. It's been ages. It's November now. Camping season well and truly over. Has Dave gone and got himself another hobby, or is he perfecting his much-rumoured Barry Pinch's impression? (laughs) What do you make of the BBC axing of WT and JV from the upcoming UK Championship? Cheers, your listener, Mike. P.S. Swilker. Swilker! Swilker! Um, um, we've beat, well. We've discussed the old. Uh, yeah, we the, have. The, the way he signs off as your listener, 
makes it sound like he's the only one. Well, he and pretty he much is. could well be. He's <laughs> the only person who ever writes to us. Um, but yeah, thanks so for getting yeah. in contact. Uh, I think we've pretty much covered the old uh, WT and... I am Barry Pinchers, leading snooker player and lobster. Barry Pinchers! <laughs> it's coming along quite well, isn't it? <laughs> Hello, Barry Pinchers, huh? Uh, 70 years old, 50 years in the Navy. Have you noticed? Commander, <laughs> Barry Pinchers! Has Dave gone and got himself another hobby, or is he perfecting his much-rumoured Barry Pinchers impression? What do you make of the blue-blue sea axing of WT and JV from the upcoming UK championship? Cheers, you're Mr. Mike. P.S. Wilker! <laughs> P.S. Wilker. <laughs> Wilker. Right. Is a list of swalkers. <laughs> Lemonade. Lemonade and curry. Swalker. <laughs> Swalker. Uh, ice cream and... Uh, coffee? No, not coffee. <laughs> Coffee's all right. Ice cream and... Uh, biscuits. Swalker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any. Not a swelker. Not a swelker, because the biscuit absorbs the ice cream. Yeah, uh, that was a trick one. Tomato soup and Pepsi Max. <laughs> swelker. Definite swelker. It's <laughs> a definite swelker. Um, I am brew. I am brew and a pint of milk. Swelker. Definitely a swelker. Definite swelker. Haggis <laughs> and whiskey. Not swelker. Baked beans and mayonnaise. Baked beans and a breakfast. Swelker. This is what you call a champagne breakfast. <laughs> a Scottish champagne breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we do the Conor Langdon Memorial Competition? Conor Langdon! Yeah, okay. Okay, now we've run out of t-shirts, so it's going to be just for fun from now on, it until okay. until we ever get some made up. Okay, which we probably won't. <laughs> so I'm going to make it a little bit easier because of that. So right. it's a bit more, okay. bit more yeah. fun. That's a nice trade-off. Okay. You don't win anything, but it's a lot easier. Are you ready? Do you know who that is? <laughs> there was two questions in there, which was, do you like that and do you know who that is? First question, yeah, I do like that. And second question, no, I don't know who it is. Do you really? No. I thought it was quite easy. Well, it is for you because you listened yeah. to the original clip about a hundred times making that. I'll tell you what's really weird as well. You can have a little go with this. The effect that I put on the sample to make yeah. it sound like that. If you actually speak into it, it sounds really weird. Listen to this. Like a If you can come down to the crucible and watch 
snooker, you will feel so prolonged. And you can say, I was there, I did, and I don't even like snooker. Yes. Time for venue vitriol. I've been on TripAdvisor and found a couple more amusing reviews of <gasps> snooker venues. Snooker quips. The one we can always uh, rely on is the uh, Blackpool Tower Ballroom. Yeah, get a lot of vitriol for that. Uh, actually, there's one from the Barbican at the top, if you want to do that. All right, okay. The York Barbican. And then we'll get on to the Tower Circus. <coughs> <coughs> so how much do you think for the ice cream? One pound fifty? That would have been acceptable. Even two pounds could just about be okay, but no. In the Barbican, a small tub of ice cream will set you back three pounds each. Don't know what the markup on these were, but I would guess at 500% if this is indicative of the prices elsewhere, then... If you are wondering if I got a tub, then no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I did not get ice cream. Three pound a tub. <laughs> I don't think that's that bad. Three pound a tub. In a theatre? Yeah. I wouldn't think, oh, this is really expensive. So, how much do you think for the ice cream? One pound fifty? Well, you'll be wrong. It's three pounds. If they charge me one fifty, I would have thought that's pretty good. Get two, three quid. <laughs> so, yeah, Tower Ballroom. It's quite a long one there. All right, okay. If you want to do it. All right, okay. Um, I have seen the circus decrease in quality and spectacle for a number of years, but this was the worst circus I have sat through. Tedious, droning clowns that have long drawn out dialogues to each other and attempted audience participation but never quite succeeded. The water finale consisted of three girls pole dancing and erotically dancing in a bowl of water. Definitely not family inspired. No animals, which is not a disgrace in itself, meaning that this show is not a circus but a very cheap group of street artists stringed together. Even the aerial acts were performed with safety ropes and nets, destroying their death-defying quality. That's really funny. Um... Just before we go into the next section, I'd like yes. to revisit these parts. Okay. Um, <laughs> the water finale consisted of three girls pole dancing and erotically dancing in a bowl of water. A bowl, <laughs> I might add. And then he said, definitely not family inspired. Well, it was inspired by my family. <laughs> That's what we used to do every year, get the bowl of water out, have a little erotic dance. <laughs> the whole family. <laughs> get the nan round. <laughs> Um, also, it says no animals, which is an utter disgrace in itself. Yes, bloke. I'm not sure you can use animals in circus acts anymore. I mean, he's got some very strange ideas. I mean, he says the aerial acts are performed with safety ropes, which ruined it for him. Well, I can understand that in a way. It's, it does. You want to see the, the genuine chance of someone yeah. fall into their death? Added kind of jeopardy. Well, I don't want that. I want I want it to be like impressive, but I don't want it. To be the life threatening. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but it does add a certain something if there's no net. Yeah, risk. <laughs> risk of death. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, we didn't do this 
afternoon tea one. Oh. As a party of five, ranging from age 81, with walking difficulties, to 17, we were shown to a table which was set for four, which was already a squeeze, and had to add an extra chair and plate added. The sandwiches consisted of four tuna, four packet ham salad, four corned beef and tomato. Corned beef, that's what I give my husband when there's absolutely nothing left in the house. And four cheese and onions spread. Spread, not real grated cheese, which was foul. <laughs> cheese is my favourite sandwich fill-up and I couldn't eat it. Then there were five scones, or scones. I don't know what it is, but it's scone or scone. Which was quite large, but dry. Five single portions of jam. Could only just cover with a thin layer and a Sunday-style dish with clotted cream. This was just passable if charged £1.50 each. Then, as I'd paid for high tea, this included cakes. Well, as I expected, something along the lines of a slice of Victoria sponge or carrot cake or even a cream cake, but no. What have we got I can only describe as posh fondant fancies. I think I would have preferred Mr. Kipling's. <laughs> that about was more. Yeah. <laughs> he went out for a meal. Me, Robbo, Vinnie Calabrese, <laughs> Joe Perry and Ellie Carter. <laughs> but the table was only set for four, so he said to Vin, you've got to sit on the floor, Vin, because you're not a real snooker player anymore. <laughs> Vinnie, you can have these cheese spread sandwiches because they're foul. Did you see, talking about food, uh, yeah. during the World Championships, uh, Steve Davis was doing that um, taxi ride thing where he interviews the player, and he had Kyron Wilson in there. And he was saying to him, uh, oh, Peter Evans advised you to have an avocado tip. You know, because he's a vegan. Oh, yeah. And he uses an avocado tip instead of leather. Oh, uh, okay. Because he's a vegan. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was interesting. And Kyron was like, well, I'm not going. Like, he, asked, he has said that to me, but, you know, I'm not going to change it. And that's just mad, isn't it? An avocado tip. Apparently Robbo uses a button mushroom. 